Hello everybody and welcome to the second most popular show that I had over the last year on New Directions. My name is Terry Runyon and to say that this show was a personal show would be an understatement. This was supposed to have been the year that a dream of mine to be a minister was supposed to have come true. But I've had a lot of setbacks this year. A lot of things didn't happen at all. Some of the things I'll be talking about in this, this particular episode very soon. I had the dream to be a minister for at least two years and perhaps even longer than that. And I am aiming and I am telling you even right now that I am going to get there one way or another. This show you're about to listen to had 25 listens. There were some things that were brought up brought up on that show. I guess I was just basically following the rule following the rule of when something's bothering you, lay it on the table. And that's exactly what I did. I won't go into details in this intro. But you'll hear the details and then some in this broadcast. And let's just say, for the first time in my life, I came out of this broadcast more determined than ever to make this dream of mine come true. And I'll say, and it'll be repeated during the broadcast, it did not, will not happen in the state of Kansas, but it will happen in Missouri. I will go into details about every bit of this relocated dream in a moment. Blog Talk Radio. And with that, hello everybody. The train is coming in. We're waiting at the station for the information to come. This is the Thursday edition of New Directions. My name is Tim. Glad to have you along as always. And I hope you had an opportunity to listen to my New Directions free show tonight. It is available from the Spreaker Studio, Spreaker.com slash author slash Burning Man 2019 is where you'll find that. I had to get a rant off of my chest at that and you'll understand why when you hear what I had to say. As for tonight, we've got a lot to do this evening. We'll start off, as always, with house clean, housekeeping. We'll let you know that next Sunday, definitely, we're going to, next Monday, I beg your pardon, I'm going to take the day off and maybe take the whole 4th of July week next week off. Because I'm planning on rerunning my show about DJing on Monday at 8. Please tune in if you can. Excuse me. And I'm also thinking about rerunning a show I did prior to Celebration at the Station and may even run my simulcast again. Stay tuned on that one. I'm not totally sure how that's going to work, but... I will let you know, courtesy of the podcast, how it will. 
As for this evening, I'm kind of in a little bit of a rant mood, I guess. And to kind of get into what I wanted to talk about, I wanted to bring in someone to sing a gospel song to kind of bring things to good measure. Glenn Campbell, who had passed away in 2017, did a show from Austin City Limits a number of years ago. He had, and there's one particular, he had done during this show, he did his hits, of course, Gentle on My Mind, By the Time I Get to Phoenix, and all that. But I wanted to start off this edition of New Directions with a gospel song that he did, I believe, originally in Austin. I'm getting it punched up here on YouTube. Give me just a second to do so. And when when I get an opportunity to do a sermon, do my next sermon, wherever that may be, I want to share this song as kind of my intro. Just a second. As soon as I get everything punched in. There we go. And here it is. I'm gonna matter of fact, I'm gonna let Glenn introduce it. Just a second. to Nashville and did a, a, a gospel album that's going to be out on Word Records out of Waco. And uh, I'd like to do a couple of songs out of it. This one's written by Michael Smother. Just uh, a song, just, I like them anyway. <laughs> right, to have a little faith and have a little hope, the name of it, right? I like this picture too. Go ahead and take it away. Let's go. 
Glenn Campbell right there with Have a Little Faith. And I'm going to mention right here and now, ladies and gentlemen, that the last three months have been very definitely the test of faith. As you know by now, I had skin cancer surgery on the 20th of March. Now, before I go any further, let me kind of set a disclaimer in for this particular story, which is this story is very definitely true, but no names are going to be mentioned because in my mind and in the way things have gone out over the last three months, they've been mentioned enough. Anyway, about three months ago, the 20th of March, as I said, I had skin cancer surgery. And things were very, and it ended up feeling very, very painful. I had made my way to church on that particular morning. And the morning, I beg your pardon, after that, it was not easy to move. My arm was really bothering me. But weeks before this particular day, I um, had been talked into being a part of a class which was going to cost money and it was supposed to talk about life skills. I was not comfortable doing this. I didn't totally realize in all honesty, probably what I was getting into either, but come to find out it was learning life skills that I had learned from my parents. And I know I'm probably still learning them even as we speak. Well, I had mentioned to the pastor at that time that my arm was still bothering me. I needed to rest. I needed to stay home. To make a long story short, I was pretty I was really disrespected as much as Kevin Keatsman as I mentioned as Kevin Keatsman was to Andy Reid in my blog show that I had earlier tonight. And I really, I was really feeling very uncomfortable. So much so that I got to where I was not only taking, I was not only taking one job, but I took a second one. And for the better part of three months, and that streak ended pretty much about a week and a half ago, I would be working seven days a week. As far as the class was concerned, before I get into the class, let me, as far as the working, we'll finish the class first. To make a long story short on that one, I did not return to it. I did, however, pay the money out of it. And I'm going to be honest, ladies and gentlemen, I really don't believe 
we had had that money to do this anyway. But I paid it. And to be quite honest, it got to where going to that particular church was very uncomfortable for me. So for the next few months, I had kept, I still followed God. I did not turn away from him. I still have my um, Bible app, which I do my verses and devotions and all that kind of stuff in it. And for a while, I would listen to my wife's uncle via Facebook. He's the pastor of a Baptist church in Tennessee. So I didn't go, but I kept the feeling alive. And I hope that I was able to convey that very thing when I did the Easter series, the road to Easter earlier, about what? This is June, two months ago. Things haven't gone well spiritually at all. I was even starting to ask myself whether I really wanted to do this or not, to be a minister. Let me backtrack to say one thing, though. I had been in conversation with the person that was in charge of higher education, asking if there was money available for a scholarship. And the response he gave me was to the effect of, if I had to give, if I could give you this, I'd have to give everybody. Uh, To be quite honest, it made me feel even lower. People didn't come out and say what I'm getting ready to say here. This is a feeling that I had. So before people say I'm putting words in your mouth, that's not the case at all. But I wanted to at least make you aware of the way I'm feeling, okay? It felt to me like the support wasn't there for me to become a minister. And that made me feel very, very uncomfortable. forward to really late last week. I was working at Rex one afternoon and I had taken might have been a lunch break at this particular time. And there was one segment that had caught my eye and I'm going to play you the audio from that segment in just a moment. Very, very soon in fact. Steve Harvey, who also hosts practically everything on television anymore, had his daytime talk show, and he had a guest from here in Kansas City. He um, had gone through some doubts and some uneasiness, 15 years old, I think it was. I'll play the piece, as I said, in a moment. And he really met with a lot of bullying, went with a lot of resistance when he mentioned to Steve what his particular passion was. 
And I think at this point, it might not be a bad idea if I go ahead and play it for you right here and now. This is a 15-year-old wig designer from this area. This is from the Steve Harvey show. And I want I don't want you to hear this right now. This one kind of got me started a little bit. Take it away. The story I'm about to share from you, I actually got from one of my greatest friends, Cedric the Entertainer. He called me and he told me about this guy. So he's a remarkable teen from Kansas City, Missouri, who's been getting bullied for designing wigs. At 15 years old, he's already so talented, people are paying for his work. So please give a warm welcome to Trenton Lee. That was amazing. Cedric really helped me. He told me just not to give up. He told me to follow my dream. That's why I'm here right now. Right. We have two surprises for Trent. Can we talk about those really quickly? Yeah. 
Is that really Ted Gibson? Like, what? Oh, my God. I just... Oh. I caught him off guard, Ted.
last Saturday that I wanted to kind of talk with you about. I had mentioned about how this very show was going as well as it was. But he had asked me about ministry. He said he had asked me if I had quit, if I had kind of slowed down a little bit, chased the stream because of the because of the pastor that I'd been upset with. And I really didn't think about it, but I think he is absolutely right. I've had this dream, as I said in my plug for the show, for at least two years and perhaps even longer than that. I have had some very, very spiritual hard times. No question about that. But my wife and I found a church that we're going to be starting at this week. This coming Sunday, in fact. The week after that, I'm going to be serving as liturgist for the pastor up there, which is an honor in and of itself. And these guys are doing what they can. We're going to do what they can to help with people that are learning to be a minister. Do you think, ladies and gentlemen, that this dream is gone? I'd say the answer to that question would be heck no and not on your life. I'm staying with this. I felt God calling me to do this in 2017, and perhaps he probably used my pastor friend Paul Mitchell to spread the seed back as far back as even 1985. I thought the dream was going to happen in Kansas. It's just kind of looking to me like it's not. But I am not, and I repeat not, giving up on this dream. It's relocated. It's going to be chased here in Missouri. I'm making, I'm planning to make some things happen. And this is more than any political person would ever tell you. I am going to follow through with this. This is where I feel God wanted me to be. And you know something? As Charles Corral said in 1979 to start the Sunday morning show, here begins something new. I am ready to do this. I am anxious to do this. I feel like in my heart of hearts, this should be, this was where I was supposed to be all along. And I've got support of family and friends. I know that for a fact. And I'm not going to let anybody even give me any kind of indication that the dream is gone because boys and girls, it is not. And I heard this song to give me even more motivation. I'm bringing back the Oak Ridge Boys, but when Steve, but when Steve Sanders was a part of the group. And in fact, this is my favorite song that Steve sang lead on when he was with the boys. Two bad things didn't go very well. I missed Steve. He was a good singer. And I love Dad's favorite of his is Bridges and Walls. My, I'm probably going to take a lot of river too, but this one is mine. Listen close to what Steve has to say. Here are the Oak Ridge Boys. As soon as we get done with the 10 second act. Yeah. 
The song is called The American Dream. Oh. 
dreaming it, but I'm doing everything within my power to make doggone sure that the dream comes true. My thanks to the Oak Ridge Boys, the song called The American Dream. And I think with that, I'm going to wind things up with that one here on New Directions tonight. My name is Terry Runyon. I thank you for being with me, and I think, what the heck? Why don't we take next week off? There will be two rebroadcasts. One of them will be very definitely um, rebroadcasting the D-Day edition. And I'm going to take at least one, if not both, of what I had for Memorial Day and replay that on the 4th for you. I hope you folks have a safe 4th of July week and don't do anything totally crazy. I will be back with you live on the 8th of July when we talk about Good While It Lasted, and the subject will be Kmart. That's what we'll do at that point. What other, other than that, I sincerely hope you do have a good 4th of July. See you on the radio on July the 8th. Until then, so long, everybody. Dirk, take us out of here. And the brothers are going along. Take it away, boys. Half your life you struggle. Half your life you fly. Half your life making trouble. Half your life making it right. One day I'm the exception. Most days I'm just like most. Some days I'm headed in the right direction. Some days I ain't even close. I'm a little bit steady, but still a little bit rolling. Though. I'm a little bit heaven, but still a little bit fleshing. A little foul, a little don't know where I am. I'm a little bit holy water, but still a little bit burning
Now I realize that there are people in Kansas that still love and care for Gayla and me. Most notably, our respective parents. And for that, I will say this to you right here and now, my friends, I am very, very thankful for that. And there's one thing that I've noticed though, since we moved here to Missouri, a lot of folks go out of their way to really do care. And the pastor of the church that my wife and I now go to is about as caring a person as there is. We're a part of a very tight-knit community in this area between Riverside, North Kansas City, and Gladstone. And I'm in a position where this dream of mine of becoming a minister is finally going to come true. I have been asked to be lay leader of the church, an honor, which is an honor. And I am very, very humbled and proud to have this opportunity to do that. I am very grateful to be a part of this community. And this bunch, especially at the store I work at right now, Colleagues and customers alike look out for everybody, and I think it's great. As the Oak Ridge Boys sang at the end of that show, don't let anybody tell you the dream is gone. Ladies and gentlemen, I do not believe that it is. And I'm working even harder now 
to make absolutely sure that I get there. A lot of things went wrong this year, but you know something? You better look out, boys and girls, because I'm coming back and I'm going to be ready. And I sincerely hope that you are. Thank you for joining me for this edition of the New Directions podcast. The next one will be my most popular show. I made history in the early part of November last year when my show had its first ever guest. And I couldn't think of anybody any more special than the person I'm going to talk about on the next edition of the New Directions podcast. See you on the radio then. Until then, so long, everybody. Thank you.